My name is Zack, and I play the half-elf wizard, Alaris Geldreen, a special legionnaire of the Pandominion. You're listening to Advantage. Last episode, in number 026, the party battled against Stormhawk at the ruins of the Shelter of Spirits. Just when the stakes of the battle couldn't get more intense, Warforged constructs from her girth joined in, capturing the party and paralyzing nets. The four heroes were taken as prisoners of war and were locked in Marge the Barge with Neavan and Nexby to be taken to Delve Deep for trials. And that's where we'll pick up. copy of your spell book it is in my backpack wait for how long have you had this the entire time are you serious right now i could have been working on this on the flying ship thing this whole time why why didn't you tell us Who's your thought me we're on a ship and we need to get out of here do you think we could make it fly like, i mean that's not number that's not relevant where is the spell book it's outside the spell book the room. Then we're screwed. <laughs> okay, so well, I didn't, we could have had a flying ship, Alaris. Cool. Yell about it later. That easy? We need to figure out what we're like. It's do just that right easy. Now. You could have just made a flying well, no, ship. No, but I could start. Look, hey, look. But I could have started working on it. It would have been a process. Right. Yeah, but at least I would have some more artificial know-how. Well, we get out of then here how about this. let's make this the plan? Let's get out of here. Let's take the spell book. You can abandon. We'll abandon the barge, and you can start working on the flying ship. You'll make I'll more money with a flying ship, flying ship company. than a barge, anyway. Mars to Deathbringer 2, Death from Above. Everybody give me a perception check. Nine, or 18. 17. 3. <laughs> <laughs> 14. I feel like I've never had a character with good perception. Like, I've never thought to, like, make it a trained <laughs> skill. I just haven't. Right. Really? Yeah. That's one of the first ones I go for. Yeah, me too. Because um, everything is a perception check. Basically. Yeah. Uh, so, Ulrich, with, with with your quality one, you're, you're kind of tuning out of the argument between Nexby and Alaris <laughs> as it continues to happen. Oh. And you, you lay your head back onto the wall outside the cabin, and you overhear a conversation going outside. I'm, I'm so pissed we didn't get to kill that dragon after it attacked us coming out of the mountains. Another one says... Yeah, it would have been good, yes, but we had a mission. It fled back to the roost, and we have other priorities. And now you're back in the zone. We could have had a flying... Look! Boat. You don't... Look! <laughs> we... Yes! But I think I might have underestimated the Warforged. So anyway... Why did you... Why did you hide it from me anyway? I... I honestly, I... I don't know. 
<laughs> okay, so let's so let's just so for no good reason. It appears. So let's discuss something relevant. I like hey, escaping. At least I gave it. At least I told you eventually. Better late than never. That's not a good excuse. So so anyway, escaping. Whatever. Um, there's. <laughs> At this point, like, what can I say? I'd said, you're, I have the book. What can I say more than that? Like, there's there's nothing else to be said on the subject. Let's move you're on correct. like Ulrich is saying. Agreed. Let us Next, yeah, I know you're looking at me like that. <laughs> anyway, so... So escaping. But for real <laughs> though, escaping. like Arik is like noticeably like getting really tired of hearing about this, mm-hmm. and is just like, you know, there's the like anime like big red thing right here that's just like the word boy. Little vein. So we need to get out of. So here. so what are we gonna A do lie. about these warforged? Good idea, Alaris. What are we gonna do about these warforged? Man, if only I had that artificer spellbook. So. I don't think we're gonna get out of here. Why? Very, very well. Like of our, <laughs> I don't think we're gonna break out of here. We're gonna I'm need them finished. to let us out and then find a way to escape from there. Cause like those portholes are small. They have the door barred from the outside. Okay. We don't really have the tools to like hack a hole in it. And then they'd probably hear us even even if we did. Yeah. Let me look. The event says. So we're gonna go to prison, in her dearth, and we're never gonna get out. Or we're screwed. We we're can. Gonna, we might as well just kill ourselves. We can generate a reason for them to have to let us out early, like some kind of emergent situation. Do you think I can charm a warforged? It says a humanoid. Um, they're humanoid. Well, that's the larger look, issue here, I think. Next, he says they're constructs. They don't have. They don't have that sort of thing. Dang it. I don't know. I just heard one of them talking about getting angry. They experience emotions. Yeah, but, th- like, magical charmed resistance is a thing. Okay. <laughs> In addition to char- exhaustion, frightened, paralyzed, petrified, and poisoned. Here, wait. <laughs> I might have an idea. It's like you were... Meta, meta. You hear a As you hear that, you look over onto the engine, and it, it, it says meta on it. Yep. Uh, Whoa, this, this hey, is, is an engine built this by... This is made by the Legacies? Man. Fine craftsmanship. Oh, yeah. Nice, nice <laughs> boat. Indeed. Well. Okay. I'm just trying to figure Can't. out what we should do. What? Next beat. Yeah. I know you're upset with me right now, but. Uh huh. What kind of lock is on this door? Does it require a key? Well, it's not locked like that, it's barred from the so outside. So it's just a bar. You saw it. I, I was just making sure. Yep. Uh-huh. Joe, I would like to conjure. The unseen servant on the other side of the door. Can you do that? Can you do that out of visual range? It just says range 60 nice. feet. And I can see through. All right. And then I would like to have the unseen servant unbar the door. Okay. Can you read the flavor text for unseen servant just so I have more of an idea of yeah. what I'm working with? It says, um, creates an invisible, mindless, shapeless force that performs simple tasks at your command until the spell ends. Unoccupied space within range. It says it can do... Simple tasks that a human servant could do, such as fetching things, cleaning, mending, folding clothes, lighting fire, serving food, pouring wine, all that kind of things. So I would I'd assume that moving a bar is this is 
less complex than yeah, folding clothes. Yeah. All right, is everyone ready? Wait, so explain wait. this plan again. <laughs> wait, yeah, what's next we week? don't know that you're doing yeah, this. Wait. <laughs> yeah, what are, you, what are you doing? Oh, I guess I did say Joe. Who? Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys, here's the plan. I'm going to summon the Unseen Servant on the other side of the door. It's going to open the bar. We're going to barge out. We're going to grab our stuff. We're going to jump on the side of the barge. We're still shackled. Wait, hold on. We are we're going to do what We're now? shackled? You say we're going to barge out? Yeah, you, you guys are still shackled. Four of us are shackled together. We have no idea where our stuff is. I feel confident that we could get out. I don't feel confident that we could gather our things. Oh. I like... Yeah, I'd really like to have that artificial spellbook, huh? I, I like... Boy, that'd be good to get back. Alaris, this this is a good thing that you have that we can use, but if we're... Like, we're going to get a shot at this, so we need to not mess it up. Well, Because if, if this... If this doesn't go right the first time, and if we don't get immediately killed, they will find a different way to lock us in here that is much harder to break with what you've got. So, like, I don't think we need to just run for it right now unless we're content to leave our stuff. This is Nexby. She says, what do we know that's out there? What did you see that was out there? At least six Warforged. That's a bunch of Warforged. I only saw two. Well, and the we one that just brought you guys. Four. So that's we like, I got three. How many? How do, how many the we... one that brought us and the two that were. Okay, so we saw three, but we believe that there are a total of at least ten, and we've seen four of them die. Right? Okay, so. Between three six and total. six. It's kind of got a Schrodinger's cat feeling right okay. now. Okay. Yeah. Um, there, there are both three and there are both six at the same time. We don't even know. There could be one standing right outside the door. I mean, I've been able to hear them talking, so we could assume that maybe there are even two standing right outside the door. Sure. Hey, tall people, can you look at the portholes? Oh, what are we... How, what do you see? Can we move freely about the cabin? You're not, like, chained to the cabin. You're chained to each other. Oh, okay. So, somebody tall, i.e. not Ulrich and Grimden, um, sure. look out I'll the portholes. Um, what do I see out the porthole? You see, again, the bar just pulled up onto the water. Uh, the, the back of the boat is still in the water a little bit. Like, they didn't drag it all the way out. It just kept it from, like, rocking. You do see the, uh, I'm not going to say anchor, not a leash either, but, like, next be hide the boat to a tree before you guys got out and did the tour stuff. So it's still connected to the tree. The other side, Morlinda, you want to look out that one? Yeah, I look out that one. You see one of the Warforged, one that you've already seen. Mm. What tools do we have at our disposal? Okay, what are our shackles made of, first of all? Uh, they're yeah. iron. Uh-huh. How thick are the chains? Thick enough that you can't just, like, rip it well, apart. Well, sure, but, like, are they fairly thin? Like, like how like how wide would you think that they The were? piece of wire that's bent to make a single chain link it's itself is probably a quarter-inch diameter. Okay. Are there any tools in the cabin that we can use as a lock? As a lock. Well, there are tools that are in this uh, in the toolbox, but I keep it locked. Mm. Do you have the key? No, the key's outside. Okay. I wouldn't keep the key right next to the toolbox. No, but you might keep it on your person. No, I keep it in my cabin, which is in the in the forecastle. That's the front of the boat for you um. non nautical folk. Neavan says, "I knew what the forecastle was. You taught me that a little bit ago." <laughs> oh, so Neavan's in on like making jokes now. She's over being naked. Uh, she's getting better. She's 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 coming too. Does anyone have anything on them? Can you have the invisible servant bring us the key in the forecastle? I don't think it can go through walls. Uh, mm. 
Is there are there no there are no holes in the door, correct? There's the the port correct. in the windows. Not in the door though. Yeah, there are two portholes. But they are I assume not actual <coughs> holes. I'd like to like, do can a they perception. Open? Can you open portholes? Yeah, they're openable. Yeah, they they uh kind of like hinge on the top and open outside. How how big are they around? Small. Like six inches in diameter. You're a druid. You can so about, turn oh, you can into turn into a squirrel. A squirrel. I can. That's smaller than go. the yeah, shackles. Right now I'm so low powered, I can only be tiny things anyway. <laughs> well, Morlinda, you can definitely escape. Yeah. And honestly, yeah, okay. So Through the porthole to find the keys. <laughs> yeah, Ooh, uh, where are we going? I can also <laughs> talk to animals, so I could probably have one do some shit for us. What what animal? You can probably talk to animals, or no, you can't, I can't talk to animals. No, I can, but I can probably okay. get one to do some things for but us. What animals are around? Uh, we're in the forest. I assume um, birds and other forest We're going creatures. way far into the left wing, or right. We're going yeah. off on a tangent. I don't think yeah, the sorry. talking to animals is necessarily the best option. I don't. That's what true. about though? I just think about all these spells that I never use. What about? other druids in the area do you think you could contact other people who would also super not be happy about warforged maybe okay. even the spirits does anyone have do we have a knife in here like in the cabin's tools like are like in the are uh, any things that we yeah can... they so next be next be uh reaches down and he's like yeah my cooking set's over here i got there's a knife okay nice they wouldn't have. They wouldn't have thought about this one. Yeah. What kind of? She pulls out what, just like this tiny little paring knife. What's the lock made out of on the toolbox? It's still, you know, metal of some sort. Okay. Can I turn it in? Can I try to turn it into wood? Sure. Yeah. Okay. This is a a good con a solution to a lot of problems. I'm gonna turn the lock into wood, and then we're gonna use the knife, and I'm gonna cut the lock so we can get in the toolbox. I actually, I can produce flame, so we can just burn it. Well. We're doing it. I guess starting a fire is a bad idea. Probably. Especially in a wooden ship. Yeah. So so I'm going to cut the lock off. Okay. Um, yeah, you use minor alchemy. You turn the lock into uh, into wood, and you pop that baby right off. All right. Bada bing, bada boom. Next you've got a hammer, you have wrenches, you've got rope and all sorts of stuff. Nice. Next week, here are your tools. Nice. Can you help us get these shackles off, please? Uh, yeah, let me see if I get what, what I've got in here. She pulls out the, like, Iron or metal loppers? Oh, okay. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, straight, just straight up metal yeah, cutters that cutters. she's gotten there for yeah. some reason. She's like, yeah, I never thought I'd use these, but like, here's. <laughs> oh, all right. Cutters. <laughs> yeah, coming in handy. And she uh, gets everybody's uh, shackles off. Congratulations, you are free to rove about the cabin. Okay. So can we uh, predict the location? Because I'm assuming the next thing we're going to do is get out of here. Um, is there any way to predict the location of those Warforged? And are there six or are there nine? There's either three yes. or six. Three or six. Okay, got it. Any number between three or six. Eight. We're now free, and we're in the cabin, and we have some tools. Yeah, so let's try to arm ourselves. So someone needs to take the knife, at least. <laughs> Whoa, here. All right. Are we going to try and fight our way out with... I'm not tools? saying we should fight. No. I'm but saying we that do. we should have something on us in case worse comes to worst. Yeah. I'm like, well, they're okay, made are of... Are we planning to keep this boat, or are we planning to get off? 
I would prefer to keep this boat, but if it means dying, then no. <laughs> All right, how about this? I'm assuming Warforged can swim. If they brought the boat to shore, then they are not afraid of water. <laughs> They're not cats. What What do we want to do when we get outside? Because we can get outside very easily. Next beat. Um. If we exit this door, we then need to go upstairs and out of another hatch, and we would be on top of the boat, correct? No, it's kind of a... Um... So it's a com- it's a companion hatch, which is kind of like a, a a half size hatch that you do have to like bend down and get up to. It's not like stairs per se. the 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 ceiling that you're in is like maybe six foot no seven foot tall max, and is like really close uh-huh. to to uh, the humans and the elf. Um. So. It's not, it's not like a huge stair. It's just, you gotta get up to the top. I mean, like, we've gotta exit and then go up, and then we're on top of the boat. No. Okay. So if you, so if you take the boat, allow me to paint a a word picture with my hands. So, boat, right? Over here is the forecastle, which is the front. That's where the cabin is. That's where the hammocks are strung and where, uh, all that gear is. Mm-hmm. This is the aft, uh, the the after castle where you are. That's where the driver is. On top of this deck is where the the winches are that you guys right. drag the boat mm-hmm. up the stuff with. And up here is the poop deck where the Ooh. the steering stuff and like gears and transmission right. are. Right. Um, the middle of this is this hold is just empty. This is where all of the gear would pack on if it were there but there's no there's no like top deck between the two it's just okay so we just need to get out this door and then maybe hop over like a little ledge and we're out of this thing then you're out of but if we want to find our gear it's probably in the cabin area it's probably in the forecastle i feel like this is something where we're going to a situation where we can't be 100 percent prepared so I think we're going to have to wing stuff on the fly. Actually, I'm allow me to cut in. Uh, you you say we're gonna have to wing stuff on the fly, and then suddenly a clap of thunder rocks the whole of the boat. You're nearly knocked off your feet as the pipes and the driver rattle around you. The origin of the thunder was not above you, but beside you. Oh God! Too close. Um, you you hear Warforged outside begin shouting and picking up their weapons for battle, and they say, "Look!" There it is! It, it, is that, it, it can't be. That's the Deathbringer! And you look out the portholes, and you can't see anything. In the distance, one of you hear shouting by the robots and a woman's voice. And you turn around uh, after looking outside, and there's somebody else in the room. A three-foot-tall gnome dressed in deep crimsons and greens, touting a tall, felted red cap. Behind him, the hole has been opened just above the waterline. The edges of the boat have been magically altered uh, and are shimmering with an almost, like, ethereal fog. Come on! Come on! They can't hold them off for much longer. Let's go already! And he begins waving you through the pass wall. Well, all right, just goes on right, through. Well, I guess we're going. Going twice. Yeah, I guess that's gonna happen. <laughs> Hey 
Hey friends, it's Joe. So glad you joined us for number 027 of Advantage. Today, January 2nd, 2018 is our one year anniversary of publishing this show for you. In celebration, you'll see that there's an extra treat in your feed, a quiz game between uh, the cast and me about various trivia and lore about the world of the cusp and this story so far. Uh, it was a really good time to record and we're happy to be able to produce that sort of extra content for you. Thanks to everybody else who has loved our show and supported it. And of course, credits go to Daniel Grayling, who did our digital art, and Blake Boss, who wrote the overture playing behind me, which you can hear in full at soundcloud.com slash blakebost. Also, thanks to Labor of Love Graphics for their help and web design at advantagednd.com. That website is about to undergo a huge redo. Over the break, I've been working on it, and we're just finishing up some graphic work, like getting new regional maps with labels and stuff. I'm really proud of how it looks unpublished right now, and I'm stoked to be able to share it with you. Thanks to all of our Patreon supporters who help make stuff like that possible. Receiving funds is a great relief and all that, and it helps ensure a quality product for you as our listeners. Uh, if you're feeling generous, love the show, and want to do us, uh, want us to do a better job at it, It'd be a huge deal if you could help contribute over at patreon.com slash advantage dnd. Um, you'll finally be able to find a link there on the new website. Thanks everybody who's donated so far, uh, and all of our patrons' names will be published online. Each of those tiers comes with their reward attached, like for $5 a month, you get to hang out with the cast and me as we record. Uh, then at $10, you can stay on the call as we record and you'll get a sneak peek of uh, what you'll be hearing later on in 2018. Uh, we've done a lot of that this month, and we've been delighted to get to hang out with uh, Kit, Daniel, and Jaren. This past week, the cast and I talked about uh, adding some reward tier stuff, including like custom-designed rituals designed to appease the dice-rolling powers that be. Steven also received his Dark Silver Forge metal dice this week, and he's been playing with them. I'm in love with the... Cthulhu gold set that he has. Check out Steven's dice and his ritual on our Instagram, or you can buy your own dice at darksilverforge.com and use the promo code ADVANTAGEDND, no spaces, all caps, and receive 10% off your purchase. Of course, we're joyful to be producing this podcasting adventure with our companion show, uh, How Friends Roll, who are currently working on their fourth season. Soli and I have received a surprising amount of inquiries about DMing for the Switch Series 2, which has been incredible. If you want to reach out about that, you can contact us at advantagednd at gmail.com. Um, our handles on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, Reddit, all that is all at advantagednd. Uh, send us voicemails and we'll cut them into the show. The ca Oh, the cast and I also have a challenge for all listeners. Take the picture of the word advantage anywhere that you encounter it in your day-to-day -day life and send it to us via email or Instagram or Twitter or wherever and we'll repost it. It just seems like something fun to do. And again, our Patreon page. Donating at patreon.com slash advantage DD is the most powerful way that you can show support for advantage. If you can't do that, leaving an iTunes re review is a great way to help and bring help bring in new fans. Alright, let's get back to the show. Happy first birthday, everybody. Thank you. You're only a little ways ahead when he teleports in front of you. He says, come on, this way. And he starts darting away from Isatalos into the burn. We follow. Yes. 
I'm gonna take a cursory glance around as we're going and see if we see I see our stuff. You don't see it immediately, and uh, the Warforged are appear to have vacated the boat. Any way we could get our stuff? I say to the guy yeah, we're following. Yeah, we should get that. Look, make it quick, okay? We gotta go. Okay, so we grab our stuff. All right, you go up. The door is shut. Open it. We open it? You open it. You, there's your stuff. You grab it. Cool. <laughs> we run, gearing ourselves come on, up. Come on, come on, come on. I knock an arrow. All right, so. You sly, make us forget our stuff. So he begins leading you farther and, and, and farther away from me, so Talos, uh, this short little gnome, ch- chiseled jaw, uh, again, red felted pointy cap, like stereotypical garden gnome sort of red pointy cap. Ulrich, who is this? It's a Horizon Walker. Yes. What does that mean? So while we're while what we're walking, that? it's a Horizon Walker. <coughs> yeah, so yeah. No, I, I say that, and y'all are like, <coughs> "What?" And I say, <laughs> "When I was with my people, the Malnothri, uh, I served in the Sylvan rank. We're generally an organization that's across the cusp." But we also are across the plains. You know, I was in my little local division for my small my small village, but there exists higher ups that I've never seen before. Um, all they do are protect gnomish communities. They take care of us. Um, local ones like me are generally just like guards, basically, not city guards because we're nomadic. But you get the idea. But planer. Sylvan rank officers, or horizon walkers as we call them, um, go between these different places assessing information, like they travel the plains and keep us safe, and they have these hilarious red hats. Nobody <laughs> nobody has told them how funny they look, and nobody will. Don't say anything. <laughs> as we jog. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> I hear you talking shit about me. <laughs> I was just talking about how cool That's your okay. hat is. Yeah, it's really, it is really pretty. It's a s- symbol of, of pride, um, a symbol of power, and it's a symbol... Oh, oh, we're here. And Ulrich, you, you recognize this site as one of the, uh, the Warden Scout caches. We were just kind of like in the thick woods, right? It was thick woods once. Now it's a burn. Now it's a burn. Okay, so what, what this was... Imagine like... You're, you're so like in the forest and then there's kind of like a an overhang. Think like the scene in Lord of the Rings Fellowship of the Ring where they all get off the road and are kind of next to slash under the road in this little bitty alcove. So if you at a glance you would just think it was like a small like cliff kind of thing. But if you look a little closer there's been built into this like actu- a small actual room um, with, like, a door that you have to, like, push in and then slide sideways. Uh, and it's just covered in ash, so, like, you have to know the shape of this little thing to know that it's there, which I do, and this Horizon Walker does. So he, like, pushes open the door, slides it in, and that's where we are. We're in this little, like, probably six-foot-by-six-foot room. It's just, like, a cube. This this gnome has browner skin than you do, Auric, uh, but the rest of his features are really similar to yours. You've never met him before, but you recognize, obviously, the goofy pointy hat as a symbol of authority and uh, the silver rank to which you, of course, belong. Uh, is it, he says, boy, I'm so glad we got you out of there. Tokus Ore, it's a pleasure. Uh, nice to meet you, Tokus. From what clan are you? Transcend clan. Um, in that, like, 
Horizon Walkers don't really have a clan, you know? Fair enough. What about yourself? Uh, I'm from the Mal Nothri, uh, originally in Kolgafir, but have been displaced. Oh my. Yes. Yes. Um, sorry, the, and you other three? Uh, this is Grimton Steadyhand, uh, Morlinde Lyclas, and Alaris Geldream. We also have Nexby and and Neavan with us, as, right? They yeah. escaped. So, uh, and this is no. You left them at the boat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? We gotta go back. No. Uh, and this is Nexby and Neavan. Just then, another person comes through uh, this this door and like pushes it in and slides it out. Right, and it's a handsome, dark-skinned half-elf that you recognize Ulrich. He says, Hey, shithead. Hey, shithead. Guys, this is all real. Big smile. His scalp is trimmed tight. His facial head... Facial... Facial... facial, (laughs) And his facial hair is... (laughs) And his facial hair is miraculously maintained. Um, His mustache is curled to a fun, tight handlebar. And his goatee is shaped to a point. At his belt, he wears a pair of kukri blades, um, which, Ark, you know, are heavier. Their heavier ends are more useful for bushwhacking through thick underbrush. Hey, good to see you. Yeah, it's good to know that you're Who still you alive. T- um, and I give him one of those, yeah, like, managed to escape. arm, like, grabbing handshakes that turns into a hug very quickly because this is my best friend. Yeah, yeah, uh, and he, uh, he, he holds you tight and then he uh, sees you Morlinde and um, bows and like tips his hat uh, says presiding druid and uh, who are you two or who, who are you f- for you are from Miss Italos remind me your name uh, Neavan that's it we saw you at the bakery every few days mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and um, now other gnome uh, dwarf and uh, th- fellow half elf. Grimton Steadyhand from Perdurth. It's a pleasure. Um, Alaris. Geldream. Pleasure to meet you. Where are you from? Um, the Azure Keep. The Azure Keep. Interesting. I did notice some of that silver tint to your skin. Very cool. Um, and uh, what were you doing in the barge? Okay, Ariel, things have gotten really out of hand. We have come south to find the remnant and keep them safe from the Tempest Oath. We just got our butts handed to us, both by Stormhawk itself and uh-huh. five Warforged. Now one Warforged. Um, they had us in there presumably to take us back. At least two of us are wanted by by the Warforged, by the Kingdom of Hard Earth. I'm, try- I'm just, we're trying to get south to help everybody. Um, I believe Ren is already down there, and Phil is somewhere in the area waiting on us, if we can find him. Also, thanks. Takus says, yeah, yeah, no problem. We, yeah, we've been following those Warforged for, uh, what, is it, what has it been, like a week? Week and a half now? I got I got your crow um, about it all real. Oh, good. Is there anybody else at the Keep of Crows that, uh, was anybody there? Was 
Chief Arrow there? Any, any? I haven't actually made it all the way back to. Oh yeah, we did go to the keep, didn't we? No, it was uh, it was just us and the crows. I had messages from you, from Phil and uh, Ren. Things aren't looking good. So the the door opens again. Next Nexby has really had this like anxious uh, look on her face as as the door opens and like her her eyes light up and she begins to blush. And uh, this this other rock gnome walks in, and the sides of her hair are are, are longer, and the back is cut short, just uh, just above her neck. Um, she's a heavier woman who carries herself uh, with with a lot of pride, and she's got curves everywhere and shows them off, which uh, which is surprisingly tough, but she does it well in scale armor. Um, and Marge says. So you named a boat after me. We all just like oh. all turned and looked. Like we're like, yeah. Uh, it's the what? It's the and they kiss, oh. and oh, it's just really, it's oh, it's like it's it's one of those. I never thought I would see you again. Kisses um, oh. between Marge and Nexby. I will, I will say that Arik actually like sort of sneakily he turns just a little bit and sheds like the smallest tear. For this moment, no, because really though, like these are the moments that they don't see very much. But also because you're a gnome, so it's a yeah. Small. So it's a small tear. Um, they're generally ecstatic <laughs> to have their small. best friend still be alive, and then witnessing this moment, it's just overwhelming. There's a lot of emotions. Did you wait? Did you hold on? Did you just call Marge and XB best friends? No, it's like just gals. No, gals. all real is he, my best friend. No, he meant his they're, best friend. Okay. No, yeah. he's not even a gal pal. They're best friends too. Bullshit. I mean, like, I hope they're best <laughs> friends. They're clearly in love. Okay. Because <laughs> I was like, if I didn't make it explicitly clear enough, they're definitely together. <laughs> that, I got, that I got. I was talking about my best friend, all real. What? And then, like... Now I full-on make out with all of my friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll put in a little, like, um, an aside here. When I was... I think I've said this before. When I was originally, like, making this character... This is this is as the player... They were supposed to be this, like, happy, bubbly, like, almost insufferably positive individual, but, like, the way the story has played out, it's just, it's just not been that way, and it's, it's really taken that person and made them, like, darker and more serious, and so this is, like, the first almost silly moment that they've gotten to really have in a while. Mm -hmm. This is heartwarming. This is, like, getting to me. <laughs> There's a lot of, of, of joy and emotion in, in this room. Not to mention, like, combining with the adrenaline of, like, y'all just escaped the Warforge at Marge the Barge, the Deathbringer. Um, so there's you four, Nexby, Neavan, Takus Ore, the Sylvan Rank, Marge the Deathbringer, and Allril. I don't know if you ever gave Allril a last name. I never name, did. Uh, Steven, but that's fine. It's, he's a one-name guy. Um, like Madonna. And, and all real. So there's like... Hold on. Four, there are too many people in this two, tiny room. Plus three. Yeah, there, there are, you, you say that out loud because there's nine of you packed into this room. Uh, and you begin to like spread out through the door. Um, okay, where to next, all real? What do we need to do? Well, f hold on. First, I want to know what you guys were doing at the barge. Um... Well, we've been making well, we our were way prisoners down. Prisoners at this point. To Letris, the 
next B and Neovan have been sort of friends and traveling companions of ours, and we were using the barge to get down as far south as we could. We stopped... Hopefully as fast as possible. Right, and we stopped here in Isatalos just for a little bit to gather information and also to maybe, you know, take a moment of, of respite of pause. And then things just spiraled out of control from there. The Warforge took our boat, and we've been stuck here. There's only one true Marge, the Deathbringer, says says Marge. And she says, it's me! And um, she takes from her behind her back what looks to be like a modified stock of a crossbow with the bell of a horn, like, like a, a trumpet horn, attached to the end of it. Basically, it's a blunderbuss rifle. <laughs> Ooh, I like it. Awesome. She says nothing can defeat the Thunder Cannon, not even those Warforged. Also, we were looking for an excuse to destroy them, because we've been following them forever. But uh, freaking Allra right here has been having us like, oh, hold back, hold back, hold back, because we're looking for information. Well, yeah, well, she captured my, they captured my wife. So, glad to finally have that excuse. Appreciate the timing, too. Because to be honest, we would have not survived our fight with Stormhawk, potentially, if they hadn't showed up. Of course, we almost got killed by them, but point is, had you killed them earlier, we might also be dead. Yeah. Takis says to to you, Auric, so, so you said you're from the Malnothri? Yes. Do you have any word of my people? I, on, I haven't heard anything about them in quite some time. I do. Um, yeah, many are still alive, uh, but... They're, they've been forced down to the Underdark. Last I knew, they were trying to dig a tunnel out away from the Mountain of Run in order to escape the Kolgafir. So, that's where they're at right now. Also, while I was there, I was talking to one of them, and they, they told me that they had started finding new weapons among the Kolgafiri. Uh, and they, sh- they showed me, and they were from her dearth. Is her dearth so, in this war? It must have happened sometime after I left, or unbeknownst to us. So Yeah, so I went to the Yatin Amrod uh, to inquire, and Marge, she's, she says, yeah, uh, so I noticed, uh, I've been noticing for some time that the dwarven military carts have been uh, moving north and around the west side of the hinterlands, and we figure that they're trying to, or that they're starting to trade weapons with the Kolgafir. Mm. Um... Takis uh, piped up again. She said, yeah, um, and then Marge told me that uh, Nexby here had done something with the Warforge and that she was wanted by her dearth. Uh, Marge, of course, already had a bounty on her head for, for treason and was looking to get out of town herself. And while I was in the area, heard rumors of, of the burn and went to go check up on the Davrama and was uh, was shocked about what I'd found. Uh, she, he says, like, motioning now around. Mm-hmm. Um... And, like, the area around the Fey Portal was, was destroyed, and I ran to the foothills. Mountains where the trees were still alive and found the Davrama and Alril. Uh, and Alril pipes said, he says, Yeah, I was, I was being attacked by the Warforged, um, but we we helped the Davrama make their escape uh, underground. And Takis comes back in. Then we went to go find March, and then we all met and started trekking back here and then trying to f- figure out what was going on it's a whole thing we've been having a huge adventure without y'all <laughs> well good so what have you found out uh the world is falling apart yeah 
Yeah, the world has uh, been falling apart. Uh, we know where the burn started and why it started. Um, we know more or less what the Tempest Oath is trying to do here. And uh, the Pandominion is struggling. They're now they're fighting a war on potentially two fronts. Um, so things aren't going well. Morlinde, do you want to fill them in on what's happening with the burn? Um, so basically what happened was... So Kareth ran off, and who? Kareth... Oh, or else that was our old presenter. Oh, sorry. Or, or, yes. Uh, the person who had what is now my job um, ran off. It w and, uh, and Taka says, what, and what's, your, what's your job again? Um, so I am supposed to be the spiritual leader and guidance of Isatalos in this area of the forest, but Isatalos isn't really here right now, so right now I'm just here. However, uh, so Kareth ran off and joined forces with with the Tempest Oath, who are these um, zealots, and now they are coming after the rest of Isatalos and getting ready to try and destroy everyone who wasn't like you know native high elf in the forest Allrell's jaw is just like slack his his face is like absolute shock all real Kareth started the fire what I mean the fire was from everflame this is a spiritual fire it was a cleansing yeah and Kareth beseeched uh, Everflame to make it so. What? So what are we going to do about it? We have to stop them. The burn has happened. It is what it is. There's nothing we can do there. And you can see that new growth is, is happening. Half of the people followed. So yeah, Cyanadel uh, went to the Rock of Visions. Fallhide went south with the Remnant. And they're in danger, so we're going down to warn them and do what we can. Tarkus says, and Marge is kind of nodding along with it. She he says, "Hey, I'm, I, I as much look as much as I want to make sure that Isatalis and um, the Davrama are okay. I'm super concerned about this whole her dearth weapons stuff." And, and Marge says, "Yeah, like if they." If, if they start getting Warforged sent to Kolgafir, I don't know what's going to happen. More of our people will continue to be displaced. We aren't, I mean, yeah. we were living, yeah. We, we were, we happened to be living at the epicenter of the original conflict, but as Kolgafir pushes, it, it'll get worse specifically for our people, so the Sylvan rank definitely has a place fighting against them. Nexby looks at Marge and looks at y'all, and looks at Nia Van and looks at Takis, and she's like, "I, where should I go? Like, do, are you are... next? Be go with Marge. Yeah, be with your wife, <laughs> next, dude. Next, be. Here's your book. Take it and go with Marge. Build your boat. Build Marge too. Build Marge Build in the sky. Death from the skies, man. Okay." Niavan, do you feel comfortable piloting Marge the Barge? And Niavan's like, I mean, I'm going back to Letris to, to be with the protected remnants, so if 
that's how the barge is going to get there. And if that's what has got to happen, then I guess so. You trained me. You, you, you taught me how to do it. So I'll give it my best shot. Allrail says, Tarkas, do you want me to go back and like make sure that the Davrama are okay? Or should I continue to stay with... Um... Do you guys have a group name? As the party? Yeah, like the like the four of you. The We're not exactly a gnomish clan, but I suppose we've been traveling together for some time. Short answer, no. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Well, then I'll or should or should I uh, stick around with uh, with Auric and these other three? <laughs> That'd be a really funny party name. Auric and these other three. <laughs> Oh, real! I wouldn't be sad of your company, um, but if there's a place more effective for you to be, Taga says, "Hey, look. Um, as as much as I would love your help, it's my job as um, Sylvan Rank and uh, Horizon Walker to help make sure that they're okay. You go wherever you need to go. Alril looks at you, Alric. We could use another set of eyes, and it'd be good to have another warden." All right. Uh, also, I've missed you. I've missed you too, buddy. Also, it it could definitely be good to have another bow in the ensuing conflict. I'm very concerned about what's going to happen in Letras. You know I'm not really a bow guy. And okay, it's good fair. to have some hands for the barge. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wait till you try this, all real. You thought warden training was hard. Try taking a barge around the corner. That's unreasonable. <laughs> Deathbringer 2, Death from Above. <laughs> March the Deathbringer 2, the sequel to March the Deathbringer. Perfect. Death from Above. Death in the Skies. Grimton, are you raising your hand? What are you doing? I'm having a revelation. He caught the spirit. I hear music playing? Is that uh, coming from... I think it's coming from mine, and I don't know if there's anything we can do about it. Because it's my upstairs neighbor. Bummer. Okay. It's just like this happens. This dude upstairs just rocks out on his bass and plays like Pink Floyd. And today he was pay- playing Tool. Sometimes he plays Uptown Funk. He really likes Uptown Funk. <laughs> <laughs> Is he good? He's okay. He's not bad, but. Is this, this like, better? Is this better if I do this? Talk really close to my it's microphone. Just like... <laughs> uh, it goes re, bottom. Like that. Steven, check your check your text messages that I sent you like earlier this week. Did you did you read all the stuff that I sent you? 
<laughs> He's useless. I'm I, not useless. What what? I, I'm not useless. You sent me a text message? Yeah. Now, you haven't sent me a text message since October. Who did I send that to? No wonder they didn't <laughs> respond. Also, where's my phone? Are you talking about on, like, group me? Uh, nope. Nah, I haven't gotten any text messages from you. Bummer. Uh, give me a second. I don't want to respond immediately to stuff, but, like, I definitely don't have this from you. I wonder who this got sent to. No. Um, Steven, what's your phone number? Just... 501. I got it. Why is Did that? you send it to the wrong Steven? No, I sent it to Steven since. Send it again. The last thing I have okay. from you is on 10-25-17. Alright, it says delivered. Yeah, I'm gonna text you. I might have sent that to this other number that I have. Oh, I just got it. I just got it. So, the, the other number that I have in here is 870. Steven, didn't you used to have an 870? I did used to have an 870, but that's my old number. I haven't used that in a hot well, minute. Somebody just received two messages of stuff about Total this person. Boy, this stuff out of context is probably very strange. Yes, then I know it. <laughs> Death in disguise? From Death disguise. from the skies. Like a buddy comedy.